Welcome to the Unlearning Patterns Podcast, a space to share the journey of growth with open conversations and vulnerability. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Tony. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. Today's topic will be on boundaries. I feel like it's been a hot topic lately and everyone seems to be trying to navigate um, how to set them, how to maintain them. Yeah, I thought it would be a good topic to talk about. Um, I have the Set Boundaries Find Peace book here by Nedra Glover. Twab, I believe is how you say her name. She also has an Instagram page, so make sure you guys check her out. I'll include all of her information in the show notes, but I've loved following her. She also did an interview on Red Table Talk. Her posts have definitely been helping me on my journey. I haven't read the book yet, but it's one of the books I'm planning on reading this year. Maybe after I'm done reading, we can have a follow-up episode on boundaries. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to talk about this. Um, this topic of boundaries, uh, as it is something that is very new to me, and so, you know, I'm still trying to figure out and navigate this whole boundaries thing, you know, because the only boundaries I knew of was boundary waters, you know what I'm saying? That's just, that's, that was it. So, this will be a very, very good topic to discuss, and hopefully, you know, you all can uh, take a little something and apply it to your life. We'll all learn together in this episode. Tony and I definitely don't have it figured out. I wanted to ask you, when was the first time you learned about boundaries and how would you define boundaries? I first learned it when like we got together. You know, I, I think prior to that, I didn't really know what boundaries were or setting boundaries. I mean, I think in a way, like in the back of my, my mind, I kind of knew a little bit because I think I practice very little of it in some way, some form uh, in my life. But I didn't really know kind of what it was. Um, and so it wasn't until, you know, when, you know, we started dating and you started using the word a lot, you know, and I was like, okay, like boundaries. Okay. Like, what is that? You know, I think literally I know, you know, what a boundary is. What, what are you exactly talking about with boundaries? Um, and so, you know, did some digging and trying to figure out what, what, what that is and what that looks like for me, uh, because I saw it, you know, you trying to do it within your life and, I think at the end of the day, what boundary means to me is just a way for yourself to practice, you know, self-care, self-love, and a way for you to, like, build a healthy mental health and emotional health, I guess you could say, you know. Uh, And so I I think setting boundaries is difficult, and I think we can can talk about that uh, later on. And so setting boundaries, yeah, to me is is just, you know, something um, is something that you do as a form of self-care, self-care practice to um, protect and improve your mental and emotional health. What about you? I think I learned about boundaries when I went back to school and I was taking my core classes. Boundaries was definitely a topic that I learned about. I didn't really start practicing setting boundaries um, until, like you said, we started dating. I think boundaries is a way of you honoring yourself and the people around you because I feel like when you set boundaries, 
you show up in a more genuine and less resentful way towards the people that you care about. And yeah, at least that's what I've noticed. I think boundaries create healthy relationships if they're discussed um, correctly. When both parties are respecting the boundaries mm-hmm. that are set. Yeah. And with that, like, there needs to be, like, communications mm-hmm. that needs to be said, you know. And so I, I don't know if a boundary can be done if the other person doesn't really know that that's a boundary. Or hasn't been kind of communicated. Yeah. That that, that that has been a boundary. Let's talk about that then because... That is something that I've been thinking about is do the people or the situations that we're setting boundaries around, do they need to be communicated out loud? I, I don't know because I've been, I've been dealing with that too. Like I, because obviously like for the most, for the most part, like, like a boundary that's hard to like, you know, if you want to look at like how to set boundaries, I guess you want to say, or how like people would, would want you to, to set boundaries is, you know, you have to define what it is that the boundary that you want uh, and then you got to communicate it leave it as simple as it is you don't need to over explain the communication and then you kind of state why it's important why you have set that boundary right mm-hmm. but then you know if that's the order or you know traditional order you know like taking it with like if i had to set boundaries with my parents well that's a little hard to kind of communicate all that mm-hmm. you know obviously i feel like it might be easier for some people mm-hmm. you know and, and, and why not but then for me it's just kind of like it's hard to be like, okay, mom, dad, I'm not going to come. I'm not going to do this because I don't want to do this for whatever this reason. I need to do whatever, right? Like, there are moments where I, I do say that and can say that. Um, but then again, you know, there are just moments where sometimes it's just easier to just say no, right? And that's just kind of where the boundary is kind of set. And so for me, like, obviously, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's, you know, one thing I'm learning about, you know, about boundaries is that, you know, it's it's not a... It's not a thing where you, it's not like a one-time event where you like you set and you're done. Mm-hmm. It's always like a journey. It's continuous. Yeah, it's yeah. like a non it's a non-linear journey, and you're always kind of having to like reevaluate your boundary, where it's at, and you know, and stuff like that. Do you have to kind of pull it closer towards you, move it up a little more, or whatever the case may be? So, yeah, that's that's still a tough one for for me too. But I think traditionally, like yeah, like people would communicate their boundaries. Yeah, I guess. For me, it's been hard because I know that some people just won't understand the boundaries that I'm setting. So it's easier for me to just be aware of it and practice it within myself instead of having that conversation. Um, or if I've already had the conversation and they're still not understanding, then I feel like that's when, like for my own mental health, that I want to step back and just like take my accountability on it. I want to share a definition from mm-hmm. the book. So in the book, Set Boundaries, Find Peace, she defines boundaries as expectations and needs that help you feel safe and comfortable in your relationships. Expectations and relationships help you stay mentally and emotionally well. Learning when to say no and when to say yes is also an essential part of feeling comfortable when interacting with others. She also lists signs that you need boundaries. Um, The first one is you feel overwhelmed. You feel resentful towards people for asking for your help. You avoid phone calls and interactions with people who might ask for something. You make comments about helping people and getting nothing in return. You feel burned out. You frequently daydream about dropping everything and disappearing. And the last one is you have no time for yourself. I honestly have felt all those things Mm -hmm. all at once sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good foundation 
for us to start off of. Mm. Do you feel like you have experienced those signs or currently are experiencing them? Yeah, I definitely feel like I, I've, I've, I've experienced those. Um, sometimes together, sometimes individually. I think more so burnt out and kind of want to drop everything. And that just kind of comes from, like, the culture, the the way how I kind of grew up, you know. Um, the way how I, I, I grew up, you know, it's a, a lot of, you know, helping others. Mm-hmm. Even those who I've never met before, it's always like, you know, like, you always got to go help them. You know, in the Hmong way, in the Hmong saying is, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? You got to go, you know, trade, right? Trade, trade your helping or trade your... But pretty much you just got to go help them so they can help you later on. And so at times when it's like, damn, I ain't even trying to go. But, you know, like you just end up going. You know, you feel a lot of burnt out from that. Um, and then, you know, in a way that kind of just transpires over to like, you know, your friendships. You know, where, you know... Um, it may not seem to them, to your friends, but to you, you know, you feel like you're overextending a lot and going beyond your capacity. I think the ones that I feel the most is feeling resentful towards people, mm-hmm. feeling burnt out, and daydreaming about dropping everything and disappearing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've definitely said that to you before. Like, I just wish I could leave or I could mm-hmm. just wish that I had no responsibilities um, and... Looking back, that's probably, like, a big red flag of, like, okay, readjust your time, um, set some boundaries, ask for help. Those things aren't, like, don't come easy for me because I always felt like I was the person that everyone relied on. Like, I had all the answers. I was a strong one. It's not healthy to do all those things at once. So let's give an example of a time we had to set boundaries and let's share about what that experience was like. Also, who is the most difficult person for you to set boundaries with? Like I had to set boundaries um, in multiple areas of my life, um, but I, I think one of the ones that comes the most to me, or the most fresh to me in my mind right now, that as I'm thinking, is I think the the boundaries that I've I've set with my my friends. You know, because of you know because COVID happened and. And, you know, everyone's kind of pulling back already, uh, you know, because of restrictions and stuff like that. Um, you know, I remember taking the time to be like, okay, well, maybe this is the time I got to focus on my mental health and things that I need to do to to get myself right and, bon- and myself better. And so I remember um, just messaging the, the, the group chat, like, I'm, I'm only going to come out when, when I feel like I have the capacity to come out. You know, and I, I don't know how many people uh, actually – remember that or, or took that seriously and stuff like that but i remember just saying that to them and it definitely was hard because you know like you know i i, I love hanging out with them you know but obviously with, it made it a lot easier because of the time that we're in and the pandemic it was tough because you know when they were gathering and stuff like that there are times when i wanted to go you know and i'm just like oh, damn do i even have the energy to actually want to be there full time and be present right because i know that if i'm gonna be there and i'm not gonna be present then i'm not even gonna be able to give them my all, I guess you want to say, and be, you know, a, a good friend. I'm going to already want to check out and want to leave, like, maybe halfway through or whatever. I've been doing that. One of the person that is hardest to set boundaries with is with my mom. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest one because, like, I was, because, like, in a way, like, I, I, I understand her struggle and also understand that it's hard for her to navigate this world that we live in right now. 
So, like, you know, there are times when she asks, you know, me to go over to help or whatever the case may be. Because I've been doing this for so much, like, ever since, you know, I moved back and lived with them that I've been kind of helping around and helping her do stuff that, you know, it's just natural, I guess, to to want to go in and, and help mm-hmm. and, and, and do things, even if it's, like, very in, inconvenient for me at, at the time. But more slowly, I'm starting to, you know, learn how to say no to things and and that, you know, she would have to, you know, ask my other siblings or ask for help elsewhere besides me, that she can't rely on me all the time, you know, or, or be dependent on me all the time. Um, and it's it's not, you know, me not loving her no more. I don't want to do that stuff. You know, I do. It's just, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's, like, inconvenient for me. For example, today, like, you know, she called me. She's like, hey, you know, I, my husband heard it, I, I, and I want to go to the doctor's tomorrow. Can you take me? And immediately in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, like, like, what time? Like, I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. Like, what time we can go? But then I was like, you know what? Wait, like, I got to pause a little bit. I have to check my schedule because it's going to be during the day when I work. And I can't just put work aside because especially right now because I have a lot of stuff to do. You know, I asked her what, uh, what time it was. And she was like, one. I was like, well, I have meetings. I can't do it. So just kind of like leaving at that. And yeah, you know, I, I, I did feel bad because after that, after they hung up, I'm like, oh, like, but who else is going to take her? You know, like, mm-hmm. damn, like, you know, she's probably dealing with like a headache you know nobody can take her to go see the the, the the doctor and so part of me does feel bad but also at the same time i know that if i would say yes to that i would be struggling on my end to try to figure out how to get to those meetings uh do my work at the same time while also juggling with taking her to the doctors you know mm-hmm. uh, and so you know i know that that would have been really bad considering the amount of workload that i have to do at work um, and so I just said, no, you know, you just have to find somebody else or you're just going to find a time that will work for me. Still trying to figure out my boundaries with them and how to communicate that with them. It's still tough. You know, they're them OG parents. So, you know, like boundaries, they don't know boundaries. You know, it's just, you know, you got to help me or whatever the case may be. So I was on the phone with a friend of mine and she's moving back home and she told me that um, she had to talk to her mom about boundaries and she's like, hey mom, like, you know how I'm moving back. Um, I want to talk to you about boundaries. Do you know what they are? And her mom said, I don't care. But her mom was like, you're my best friend. You're you're the youngest daughter. Like, you're supposed to help me. Yeah. And my friend was like, no, like, not, not no, like I'm not going to, but, you know, mm-hmm. there are going to be boundaries in place. Mm-hmm. She works from home, so she doesn't need boundaries, you yeah. know? No, like, it's, it's literally like that. Like, I remember when I was still living with them, and I would work from home, and my mom would be like, oh, you're working from home? And, like, that would be, like, her opportunity. Be like, okay, then can you watch the kids? Can yeah. You, this? you know, I'm like, I'm working from home, though. Like, I'm still working. You know, but for them, it's just like, yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah. And, and you know, like, in a way, like, they find loopholes. Like, mm-hmm. my dad, because my dad knows that I'm not going to go over to do some petty shit no more like or like some simple stuff that my brother could do or that he could figure out himself so he'll just call me he'll be like hey like what are you doing i'm like you know usually whenever he calls me too usually i'm just chilling so i so like he'd be like yeah like can you come over uh i need your help and i'm like well, what do you need help with he's like just come over i need your help i'm like okay whatever you know because he is sick too sometimes and mm-hmm. you know but i should know that he doesn't care about his his, his, his health yeah so it's never about his health so literally i go over right I drive my ass over, I go inside the house, and then I'm like, you know, where's dad? And then, you know, my mom's like, oh, he's upstairs. I go upstairs, and I'm like, dad, like, what do you need? 
My dad was like, my computer doesn't have Wi-Fi. Can you connect it to the <laughs> Wi-Fi? I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, you really <laughs> call me over here? I drove all my ass over here. And your brother or your sister yeah, like, did I'm it. Like, dude, you could ask, like, my brother. You ask them to connect it with you. He's like, no, you, you know how to work this computer. You do it. <laughs> I'm like, dude. He literally made me drive my ass all the way over here. So, like, he's sneaky around. Cause yeah. Because I think he kind of knows that I'll say no and stuff like that. So, he's sneaky around it. And he'll, he'll make me do some petty, dumb stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, man, what the fuck? I remember, like, um, when COVID first started and everyone was working from home. And my oldest aunt, um, she was talking about how, like, her kids are working from home. And, like, she didn't really understand why like if they're working from home like why can't they do things Mm -hmm. right like you're saying and i was like trying to explain to her i'm like just just because you're working from home like it's almost harder to work from home like Mm -hmm. you're expected to be on all the time and like she was saying how like she walked in on a meeting once and she didn't understand like why it was a big deal and stuff like that (laughs) you don't want to be always walking on meetings and like but then they're not a little better now but then they always be walking in meetings yeah like yeah not having those boundaries and yeah, it's just hard. It's hard to kind of, because, you know, like, for them, like, they, they, it's foreign to them. Yeah. You know? And and even some of those stuff, like, you know, like, it doesn't even have to be, like, hard set boundaries and stuff, and, or anything like that. More so just kind of, like, I guess you can say, like, more so falls in the realms of, like, etiquette mm-hmm. in a way. They don't know. They're always, like, you know, like, you're home. Like, why can't you, why can't you do this? Or, like, they'll walk in on your meeting and ask you to, about something. And I'm just, like, bro, like, I have to meet with someone. Like, I'm in a meeting. Like, you can't just be walking up with me like that. I'm sure a lot of people, like, experience those things, especially, mm-hmm. like, over Zoom and stuff. But, you know, now we flip that question to you. Like, you know, what, what's what's one boundary that, that, you, that you set? And, you know, if you want to answer, who's the hardest one that you had to set with? Well, I recently had to set a boundary with an acquaintance of mine. We originally agreed to take on a project together. Over time, after she shared the details with me, I just realized that it wasn't something within my capacity or that I was comfortable with doing. And it was really hard. I feel like before anyone can gaslight me, I'll do it first. And when I had set the boundary, she basically told me that I didn't need the boundary and that I should continue. It was really hard because it made me feel my boundary is silly. I don't need this boundary. I am overreacting by setting this boundary. But I also knew, like, the, especially the way my body was reacting, that before, during, and after the project, I would be anxious. And I no longer want to put myself in that position. So, yeah, it, it was really hard. I had to take a moment to myself to really, like, go through how I was feeling and I even called my mom and I was so like overwhelmed that I was emotional about it which got me even more upset. My mom told me that I was focusing too much on myself and that I should look at this person and ask why can't this person respect my boundary instead of asking do I need this boundary? Because I obviously know that I do. And it was really nice to be affirmed in that way. After she had told me that I didn't need the boundary and was kind of pushing me to go against uh, my decision, I ultimately said, um, thanks, but no thanks. And I did feel very guilty after kind of like how you felt with your mom. I think we 
we're brought up to like feel that we should always be helping people you know if you we don't have the capacity we don't have the capacity and i knew i wasn't going to show up as my as my best or truest self and like that's doing disservice to her but i think who is most difficult for me to set boundaries with i guess it's with my family because kind of like you they don't understand what boundaries are i think boundaries like if you just hear that word it does kind of sound like uh like like it has a negative it's almost like you don't care about us yeah like oh you don't love me Mm -hmm. that's why you're setting the boundary but i'm learning that like i love you so much that i need to set this boundary or else it's gonna like break our relationship Mm -hmm. like if you think this is gonna break it like it'll be even worse if i didn't have the boundary Mm -hmm. um but also i think it's hard for me to set boundaries with myself i do want to touch on that too because i think a lot of times we have to hold ourselves accountable of the boundaries we set too so how do you practice boundaries and like how do you stay true to them well you know boundaries always change mm-hmm. you know and like it's i feel like it's an ever-changing thing like it's like i said before like it's not a one-time event where it's like not a set and done or you set and you're good and you're done you You don't ever talk about it yeah yeah you know you're like this is my boundary this is it respect it and move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. for me i always feel like i always have to revisit the boundary uh especially if like you know the boundary in a way is being tested again Mm -hmm. i always have to revisit it and be like okay you know like is my boundary still here is the line still drawn here or is the line moved a little bit you know uh forward or backwards whatever mm-hmm. it is and you know depending on the situation depending on my mood depending on how i feel you know like the bond the boundary can be the same how when i said it or it can be different you know it could be a day where you know my you know my dad calls and he's like hey, like i need your help whatever it is right and even if i know like okay, i know you bullshit it's gonna be some dumb some dumb simple stuff that i'm gonna come on and do but it's like you know today I, you know i have i have time and mm-hmm. you know i haven't seen him in a while Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, I'll, I'll come do it, right? And it's just about you haven't. Do you have the capacity to to do that? Are you taking care of your, yourself uh, enough to be able to pretty much you know have a, to not run on e, mm-hmm. to not have a empty tank, right? Because if you're if you still have an empty tank, and and you know and you know that doing that will you know get you anxious, um or you know or feeling some uh some type of way. And then obviously, you know, your boundary's still clear and that you still should be a no to whatever the case may be. But, you know, if you've been, you know, doing some work and, and in a way you have some capacity, you have some gas in the tank to be able to to have that boundary kind of be, you know, pushed up a little bit, um, then, you know, you go ahead and go and perform and do what you need to do until that boundary is being met again. You have to revisit again. And you're like, okay, you know, I only came over here to help you with the Wi-Fi, but now, you know, it's kind of like, xyz whatever it is or abc and then you need me to do and it's just like uh, this is a little too much you need me to 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 go drop off some stuff all the way over on the other side of town like hell no i ain't doing that right because that's just like you know i came here to to do this and to be with you and stuff like that like you know it's it's i don't have the capacity to want to go back and forth mm-hmm. in town whatever it is that's just an example in short yeah like it's it's just Depending on on when the boundary is being met again, on how you are feeling, and if you have the capacity, then and you're willing to 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 be more flexible with the boundary, 
then then do it but you know if you're not if you're like you know what like this shit's still gonna not bring me joy still gonna give me very anxious to do mm-hmm. then then no you know your boundary still stays the same i guess the thing i'm curious about now is if your boundary is always on how you feel mm-hmm. that also gives room for people to find loopholes yeah and yeah. for people to push you on your boundaries because mm-hmm. if you say no today and tomorrow say yes and then the next day you say no they're going to mm-hmm. be like Confused, but you yeah. said yes mm-hmm. so why can't you just do it again yeah so i think one thing about boundaries is that like we do have to be consistent mm-hmm. i think that example with your parents definitely is more challenging that mm-hmm. i think that is something that i have to work on too because i think it's so natural for me mm-hmm. to like people please and be yeah. like uh, okay yeah like maybe today i can mm-hmm. do that but I think we we are the standard of how people are going to treat us and respect us. So mm-hmm. I think when we're like wishy washy, then they're mm-hmm. they're obviously gonna be like, oh, I'm not gonna respect what you're saying because you don't really seem like you care about what you're saying sometimes too. That's very true too, and uh, I do like I definitely do agree. And and yeah, like you know when you're one day you know you're yes, one day no, one day yes, you know like it does send a confusing message mm-hmm. to to people. Uh, and, and, you know, it doesn't kind of give like any clear, concise communication on kind of what you want. Cause some days it's kind of like, all right, is he going to do that? Is he not? You know, and, and it's going to, yeah, it's definitely going to be, uh, difficult. And yeah, like it, I totally agree. Um, you know, it's, you know, and, and that's, that's probably why, you know, I'm sending bonds with my parents is pretty, pretty freaking hard. Right. Yeah. Cause some days like, oh yeah, I'll do it. Some days I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. To your point. Yeah. It is like a lot about people pleasing. Uh, for me, you know, in, in those instances, it's kind of like, oh, you know, like, I've been gone. I I should go at least, at the very least, like, for me, it's like, at the very least, I should find another alternative or another mm-hmm. reason to want to go do that. And the other reason is, well, I haven't seen you guys in a while. At the very least, like, you know, like, just let me come and just see you guys. In a way, my head is like killing two birds with one stone. But then again, you know, I'm sending, like, a mixed signal. Like, yeah. Like, oh, like, okay, he's, well, he's able to do it today. You know, and then next time when they call, I'm like, no. And they're like, okay, well, why aren't you able to do it today? Because I was thinking about, like, your example with your mom where last time you did go over and had your meeting there. That's probably why she felt like she could ask you again this mm-hmm. time because you were able to do mm-hmm. it. It is difficult. Um, and I can empathize with you on that. But, yeah, I, I just wanted to point that out because I think, I mean, that's definitely something that I deal with too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's helpful for other people to hear about mm-hmm. Um, like the back and forth that you go through when you set mm-hmm. boundaries, like you, it's not just like what Tony said, like a one and done thing. Mm-hmm. Like if only it was that easy, mm-hmm. we we'd be some like stress free people. Do you feel like you've set a boundary with me in our relationship, or if we've ever set boundaries in our relationship, and how did that in a go? Way, yeah, like well, for you, I I think I can see more clearly with you than with me, although like. I should be able to see mine a little more clear than because <laughs> they're your boundaries. Yeah, than my boundaries, you know. And but you know, there's a little more more layers to that. But then, yeah, like, but with with you, like, you know, when you're when you said, hey, like in the mornings, you know, I, I need my thirty minutes or so to myself, right? That's a boundary you set, mm-hmm. right? And so I was like, okay, cool. For me, knowing that, you know, if I'm a person who sets boundaries, you know, I have to be able to reciprocate that and respect the boundaries that other people set on me as well too. Mm-hmm. And so that's just one of the ways where, like, I, I see you set boundaries or. There are some some ways, you know, where you know, you're like, hey, you know, I just need some alone time. And for me, like, I'm not going in there questioning, like, why the fuck you need alone time for me? You know, like, trying to invade your space. It's just, you know, yeah. when you say you need alone time, like, whatever the reason may be, I can't make it by myself. 
whatever it is, I'm just going to say, go ahead, take your long time. I'll be out here if you need me. And that's the end of that. That's funny because even though I set that boundary, it's usually me coming out and being like, are you mad that I asked for a long time? <laughs> yeah. And for, for me, like, like I, I, I don't, you know, I just kind of come to, especially within our relationship, like, you know, like taking it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to think more about it. I'm not trying to create these false narratives, these scenarios in my head of why does she need a long time? Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, she needs a long time? Okay. I do try to tell you, like, I had a long day or I'm really stressed mm-hmm. out about this. Like, can I just get, like, 30 minutes? Yeah. 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 Because I know for myself, I would be assuming and overthinking. Yeah, no, the, the reason I just don't ask is I just don't. Because, you know, like, for me, like, this is another some more energy being wasted on explaining why and for me it's just like i don't need to know why i just need to know you know like when when are you gonna do it mm-hmm. and for how long mm-hmm. all right so that way i know not to bother you to kind of go back to what i was saying like maybe i should know my boundaries that said even more because you know it's funny because you know like when you start setting boundaries in a way you're building more of an identity mm-hmm. uh, for, for yourself because you're understanding what your needs and wants are mm-hmm. right and so um, and as, as, as you know, like that's something that I struggle with, mm-hmm. you know, um, with figuring out my own needs and wants. I think as far as boundary goes within our relationship and things that I've set is, you know, I don't think I've set much besides just, oh, like, you know, hey, like I'm feeling very overwhelmed right now. Like, I just don't want to be distracted. Or mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't want to be bothered. Or I don't want to like, you know, talk to you, whatever it is. Right. That's kind of like what I've seen so far from myself that I've set. If I if I said any, yeah, like I, I haven't I haven't set any like other type of boundaries within our relationship. At least at least at least I don't think so. Do you think so? Um, you're really good at setting boundaries when we're like in an argument. That's when you're really good. Oh at yeah, setting yeah, boundaries. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like there's yeah. no pushing because usually mm. you're really good at saying, "I want to sleep on it tonight." And for me, I'm like, no, like, I want to talk about it. Mm. But you're really good at enforcing being like, and you don't do it in a mean way. Mm. But, like, I know when you say your boundaries, like, you're serious about it. Mm. Yeah. I, that, I think that's the only one I really experienced you setting a boundary with me. Now that you mentioned it, I, I didn't even think about when, like, you know, when we have our, you know, um, arguments or debates, whatever it is. During those, those time, like, for me, I'm setting boundaries. Because it's like, okay, well, you're going to keep doing that. You're going to obviously say some stuff that I'm probably going to regret, mm-hmm. which I don't want to do. and Or, you know, I'm just not thinking um, and processing things, you know, as clear as I need to. Mm-hmm. And so I need some space and some time to figure that out. I know for you, you know, you want to be able to talk about everything right now. And then I, and I'm kind of like that too, but I think I've I developed a, a sense of like, you know, like things can wait, man. It's not the end of the world. Another boundary we wanted to talk about was one that we kind of shared briefly on our episode of our almost breakup. I had mentioned that Tony lacked boundaries, and I think that was one of the first times we ever had to set boundaries with each other, with other people. What was that like for you? Like, did you understand boundaries then? No, in a way, like I, I, I didn't. Um, up until that point where I finally was like, because, you know, it was always like, oh, boundaries, you know, and, and the thing about it in my head, like early on at that time was, okay, like boundaries as in like, 
I know what I'm doing and like yeah. I, I like I you know as long as I'm not doing it like you know that's my boundary really like you know as who I was early on in, in, in that in that stage of my life and even prior to to kind of lean up you know I, I was you know, I'm always like this very like laid-back person who almost kind of have like a, a default kind of like a I don't really care type of personality right mm-hmm. and and so with that you know like you know I let I let a lot of things slide and a lot of things, you know, and in a way, you know, like, in a way, too, you know, you really look at it, you know, it's kind of like being like a pushover as well, too. Um, people with, you know, stronger personalities usually, you know, is able to push over on and over me because I'm not going to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. And for one, like, at the end of the day, like, I, I can convince myself to not really care about about it. And because I thought that was what I was doing and it doesn't bother me, I don't care about it, that that, that was my boundary. That wasn't necessarily kind of what you were looking at. And so when I had to reevaluate everything and all that, I had to realize, like, I realized, oh, it's not that, it's not that, like, I can go on about it and saying that I don't care or that I push away, you know, feelings that I, I feel initially mm-hmm. to the back and then not care about it mm-hmm. anymore, you know? And so I realized, okay, well, maybe I got to, I got to really look at my initial reactions, my initial feelings my initial thoughts and pay closer attention to them and start listening to, to them and what they're saying. Right. And when I started reflecting and, you know, started thinking about it, I'm like, Oh, well, you know, like my initial thoughts are saying, no, like that's, that's not okay. Or like, uh, honestly, like I don't really feel that way or like, I don't want it to be that way. As I started to flip that and I started to look at my, you know, initial reactions and feelings and start paying more attention to that, to them, I'm like, okay, well maybe, these are the emotions and reactions that I need to actually, like, value. And that's when, you know, starting to set boundaries, starting to listen to them, and setting boundaries to my initial reactions to how my body, my my mind, my emotions are are triggered during those, you know, events, situations, stuff like that, was when it really clicked in my head. Where I was like, you know what? No, actually, I'm not okay with that. You know, in the past, I might have been able to brush that off and just been like, whatever about it. And I think I built, like, a... You know, I guess people say, like, you know, kind of like a tough skin and stuff like that. Or, like, you know, a, a way or barrier around that. But now it's just kind of like, okay, well, I've seen what that kind of done to me in the past. You know, it just slowly builds up. It explodes. So how about, you know, I just change it and I just take care of it on the front end and say no and draw the boundaries there. And so I think I think with that, I feel like that was, like, the clicky moment for me. Mm-hmm. And that was when I started to, like, draw boundaries. Be like, no, you know what, that's not okay. Yeah, where, you know, I, I was like, you know what, no, that's not okay. And, you know, and that's when I started seeing changes. Changes within our relationship, but also changes within, like, you know, the people who I was saying mm-hmm. no and, like, being firm with that. It definitely was weird. It definitely was different, you know, and part of me, too, also feel felt very bad. Mm-hmm. I was never the type of person to ever say no to people or, like, or to set boundaries in that way. And so it did feel different. I did feel a little sad because I'm just like, man, I see from their point of view, whatever it is. But I'm always forgetting that I need to look at my point of view mm-hmm. and how I feel. I feel like because you were like a whatever person that when I would bring up to you like, hey, this is a boundary that we need to set for you. You're like, well, I don't care. So why can't you just not care too? You know, like it doesn't bother me. And kind of like you're kind of flipping it back on me. Mm-hmm. Which bothered me because I felt like it was your place to set the boundary Mm -hmm. and not me. Then I had to set a boundary with you. Like, Mm -hmm. 
if you cannot respect how I feel about this, then we can't be together. If this continues, then we're not going to be together. And I think that was when, I think that was when we really took a look at like, okay, what boundaries are necessary here? And I think for you, like, because you do people please too and you don't like to say no to people, I had to remind you, like, you don't have to be a jerk about it. Especially, like, sometimes with your friends, like, when I would tell you, like, that was kind of disrespectful when they said that to me. Like, I would really appreciate it if you step in and, like, defend me or, like, say something. You felt really uncomfortable about that, but I always reminded you, like, I don't want you to, like, cuss them out or, like, create any drama, but I do think it's important for you to show them that, like, it's not okay for them to speak to me that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, kind of go based off of what we were talking about in a previous episode, you know, with Enneagram. That's that's where my nine, time nine I was going to say that too, yeah. You know, where I, I, I avoid conflict and stuff like that. And, like, you know, I, I know that, you know, if that's something that I'm working on is to not be an unhealthy mm-hmm. nine that you know i need to face conflict head on and stuff like that and so i'm not saying that you know like i got it all figured out like that because it still is a space where you know i'm not comfortable in and honestly i don't think even those who like confrontation maybe i don't i don't necessarily think that it's a it's a space where people are like truly comfortable in yeah could just be like a putting up a front but anyways yeah like i i need to do better and and dealing with conflicts and facing it with head on no matter Mm -hmm. how i feel because my being of being uncomfortable in that moment is far less is far less significant than the long run mm-hmm. of conflict or you know the long haul. And so, um, yeah, like that's one thing that's that's been helping me deal with those type of situations. Definitely being a nine did not help, does not help, and that's probably why the way I was is the way I was, and I didn't do any boundaries growing up because yeah. it was conflict. Yeah, and you were we like all, protecting yeah. your inner peace. Yeah, well, I was protecting my inner peace, and people were always. You know, we grew up in this, in this culture, this society of extending yourself to others. And in a way, that's kind of how, like, you know, in a way, you kind of have to prove your loyalty, your love mm. to people. And if you don't do that for, for them, then, like, you know, it, then it's just kind of like, oh, then you don't love them, whatever it is, you know, and all that. And so in order to avoid all that shit, you know, I just, I was just like, all right, whatever, I'll do it. And I could just deal with all the emotional exhaustion by myself, which... I didn't deal with, but yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So drawing boundaries, yeah. Drawing boundaries at the time in our relationship was was hard. hard for, a hard concept for me to grasp. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, I fully got it. But, you know, I have, do have a better grasp at it. And, you know, I do hope that, you know, I'm, you know, being a better partner to you in that way. You know, setting boundaries and being able to respect your boundaries. Also being able to respect myself and, and my boundaries. Yeah. You know. I think one thing about boundaries that's hard for me is that I want to be understood mm-hmm. and accepted. When I feel like someone doesn't understand it, mm-hmm. then it makes me feel like, oh, I don't need this boundary yeah. then because yeah. you, sh- you should automatically understand yeah. it. But I'm starting to like, I guess transitioning to the next thing I want to talk about is like, what hold are we? Hold up. Before we transition that, I have a question to ask. And we're going trans- to detour a little bit, make it a little fun. Right? Because what, what what you said earlier, just triggered this thought in my head. So we're going to make it a little fun. Are ultimatums boundaries? Give me an example. Kind of like what you said earlier. Like, oh, you know, if you're not doing this, then we can't be together. That's kind of what triggered. 
in my head. I didn't view it as an ultimatum, but then it, it can't. If you think about it, it, can't, it is. It is a boundary. Yeah, yeah, but but it is, it is ultimatum too, though. You know, kind of like oh, you know. But then you know, obviously there are other couples who have other ultimatums that we've heard of. So ultimatum is a boundary. I feel like it's a version. It's a version of boundary. Of a boundary. But is it a healthy boundary? Is it a good boundary? What, you know. But I also feel like ultimatums happen when you're at your breaking point. Yeah. And I feel like boundaries. If done correctly, can be set early enough where you don't have that ultimatum, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, too, because I feel like like an ultimatum, I mean, yeah, like it is a version of a boundary, too, like, like like you said. But I feel like an ultimatum is like, you know, if you had to put it into some sort of like analogy or whatever it is, like a boundary is like something that's cool and warm that you can like, you can still hold on to. But then, like, an ultimatum is, like, something that's fucking hot as shit. <laughs> you can't really hold on to your hand anymore, you know? And it's almost that, like, you have to make a decision now. Mm-hmm. Where boundaries, it's, like, an overtime type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, it isn't bad, then? It isn't bad? I'm asking. Ultimatums? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it all depends on the person. I don't know. I just feel like the more that, like, we've been recording episodes and, like, the more I, like hear and read other people's stories where i feel like it's just so personal that it's pointless to even have an opinion yeah yeah yeah. because even if you setting the boundary with your mom of course i would think that i would handle a different way hmm. but that didn't happen to me yeah. i didn't experience that so what's yeah. the point of me giving an opinion i mean you've had a relationship with your mom for over 27 years like hmm. you you know what i mean hmm. you know what i'm trying to say yeah, where it's just like it's depending on the person and their experience and like who are you to to judge and give advice. I don't know the answers. I don't even know how to set boundaries in my life. So <laughs> how am I going to be like, Tony, you should do it this way. Yeah. We do get stuck in like asking for advice and stuff. But I think mm-hmm. it is helpful to hear other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. I think it's the trolls or the people who are like so passionate and think that their way is the only way. Yeah. Where I've definitely been one of those people and I'm learning to be more open-minded, knowing to draw a boundary when it's none of my business. Mm-hmm. That was like a question that you asked. Yeah. Going back to my question is, what are we unlearning about boundaries? I'm unlearning that not everyone needs to understand my boundary, Mm -hmm. but they do need to respect it. And that if they don't, then I will have to make that decision, right? Of Mm -hmm. like, what capacity can I have you in my life then? Mm -hmm. Or um, maybe I'm going to have to cut that person out. But yeah, that is something that I am learning of being like, hey, I know that you don't necessarily understand why I need this, but in order for me to show up the way that I want to because I care so much about you, Mm. I do need this boundary. And also that boundaries don't have to be mean. Yeah. You know? Or to be (laughs) naming, like, you did all these things and this is why I have to set the boundary. Like, kind of shaming the person. I feel like boundaries are hard because then we have to be accountable for telling them how to treat us. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. we expect people to know how to mm-hmm. already treat us. I'm learning that it's okay to feel guilty and, and selfish. Early on, setting these boundaries, like I felt very guilty. Like, oh man, I'm not doing these things with these people, or like for pretty much 27 years of my life, right? Like I've been, I've been extending and overextending, and now I'm kind of taking some of that power back and like saying, oh, no. I kind of pick and choose when I'm, I'm going to extend and when I'm not, right? Um, 
you know, I've been taught to live in a world of being selfless and always giving. And so I have to take this moment, you know, to be able to set these boundaries, to be able to practice self-care, practice taking care of myself, to make sure that, you know, I'm doing what I need that's necessary for my mental health and my well-being. That can look very different depending on the relationship and the scenario and situation. But, you know, just to be able to reclaim some of that power and be able to combat those negative self-talk in my head or like, oh, damn, you mean selfish as hell right now. That's definitely hard to do. You know, I, I think it's something that I'm starting to be more okay with and less and less of those talks are starting to come in my head. Um, but it's, it is still something that, that I deal with, though. It seems like being burnt out, um, having no time to yourself, always um, overextending is like a badge of honor. Don't you mm-hmm. think? Yeah, it is. That goes along with like, you know, the the uh, workplace too. Oh, now I feel like the culture is starting to shift a little bit where supervisors and stuff like that are more aware of mental health and whatnot. And so they're like, you know, like when time for you to clock out, like clock out and be done. But I can remember, you know, kind of growing up and even in some of my jobs, you know, like, you know, you're working past your, 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 your shift and you, know, you put in extra hours, unpaid hours too, you know, that you view it as like, oh man, like he or she's a hard, hard worker and they put a lot of effort into this, you know, and like you're, glorified for that and that's why you know people look at uh immigrant workers right you know because that's kind of how we we, we we grew up and we come in that way we're gonna do the job 110 percent one for survival reasons because we need the money we need a thing right and we're not trying to get fired so then we go above and beyond and you know in a way we we burnt our, we burn ourselves out from doing that right and also just being a person of color right like you have to do two times better of the job in order to just equal the bare minimum of a white individual who's in your mm-hmm. person who's in your position right so for me or like you know I, I fight with this all the time even though you know my supervisor you know who is white and and he's he's really nice uh and he always reminds me to kind of just take care of myself and i've, I've been blessed with my previous supervisor as well too my previous job was you know totally all about uh mental health as well too but, you know, it's just, you know, I always fight with, with at the workplace, you know, especially in my current role right now is that, oh, like, no other person of color has ever held my role mm-hmm. in, my, in my position ever. And so, you know, at, at, at where I'm at in, in, in the chains of the hierarchical chains, whatever, right? So it's just like, oh, shit, like, I can't, I can't fuck it up for the, for the next Hmong person who's going to come in line. Yeah. Or just for the next person of color who's going to come in line. I have to do, like, I have to put in hella effort and stuff like that just so that, you know, I don't fuck it up for, for the next person. Because I know that they're going to view us in that way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, it's just th- things like that. And, you know, but now, you know, I, I think it's being more okay to draw boundaries at work and not overextend yourself in that way, uh, which is good, you know, because then you have supervisors and bosses and stuff like that who supports you in that way it's tough though okay so you were talking about feeling guilty um at the end of this book in the section of commonly asked questions one of the questions is how do i stop feeling guilty Mm -hmm. and she says change the narrative from everything is my fault to i am not responsible for everything that happens Mm -hmm. ridding yourself of guilt is saying you want to Rid yourself of emotions. You have had to deal with all emotions, including jealousy, happiness, and guilt. 
The more you focus on the guilt and try to stop it, the longer it will linger. Just feel, don't judge what you feel. I love that. Something that I'm practicing. I do notice that when I just feel my emotion, the next time the same emotion, like let's say guilt comes Mm -hmm. up, it passes faster because I felt it. I processed it. um, I know where it's coming from. And I think it's natural. I think all these human emotions, we feel like they're natural. And like Mm. I was sharing with you the other day that I feel like when we're so into basically what she just said, yeah. When we're trying to stop ourselves from feeling that emotion, we spend Mm. more time in that emotion than getting out of it, actually, Mm. you know? Definitely just changes the narrative where it helps. Yeah, because your mind is a lot stronger than than you think and... You know, if you're able to just change the narrative and say, you know, like, this is what I need for myself and it's okay for me to take this and, and set these boundaries, I think at the end of the day, you know, you're doing yourself a service to up and better yourself and your well-being. I was just thinking about, like, different ways you can set boundaries. No is a complete sentence. No, probably, yeah, no, no is a complete sentence. Yeah. That's, that's, all you, that's all you need to say. You need to over-explain yourself. And if you think about, like, children learn from a really young age how to set those boundaries mm-hmm. when they don't have the capacity to do something, they don't want to do something, they will tell us that they mm-hmm. don't. And I'm learning to like actually honor that because mm-hmm. I feel like growing up, my parents would almost think like no is a bad word. Like mm-hmm. you don't say no, you should do that because someone is asking you to do that. And I think kids is a different thing, but I just wonder like at what age do we stop setting those boundaries and just people please? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you all for listening. We appreciate, you know, everyone tuning in. Please make sure to go to our social media at Unlearning Patterns Podcast. Um, and, you know, give us a follow. Give us likes. Yeah, stay tuned as, you know, we're, you know, releasing a lot of episodes. We have a lot of things recorded. So, you know, we're going to be dropping a lot more podcast shows, episodes. Definitely stay updated with our uh, social media so that you can stay tuned and stay updated with all of our releases and all of our content online. Uh, and we hope that you all continue to keep engaging with us. We hope that our, our engagement increases so that, you know, we can have a better dialogue with all you guys. And so, again, appreciate you all um, and appreciate your time listening to this. And we are out.